welcome back to another episode of Horror 365. I am the mouthpiece of the Northeast, Jimmy J, alongside his last day for a little while. He's going on a hiatus for a few weeks. The South Jersey slasher himself, South Jersey Jason. And what a way, Brian, what a way to send you off how we entered this world with these two great gentlemen right here, Mr. Dave Brown and Jason West from his name was Jason. Gentlemen, oh, this is going to be a roller coaster. I'm, I'm loving this one already. The fact that you guys were all back together. The band is back together, baby. Woo! How are we doing today, guys? We're alive and well, thank God. Real good, real good. Thank you for having us again. Oh, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I, I'm yep. always cutting you off. I'm sorry. It's been just about a year for the premiere, wasn't it? This yeah, week? we're we're a little over like a week and a year from the premiere of His Name Is Jason. So right. How's it been since you released it and went on YouTube? We'll start with Dave first. Uh, the uh, the fan reactions. Oh God, I have to think back. It feels like it's been forever. <laughs> <laughs> are you still are you still getting any like you know uh, yeah, messages? The- is and i think jason west can can agree is the the fan base really peaked even more within the past three or four months like maybe five like the the people uh popping on his name was jason page has been growing immensely Mm -hmm. and um i like i i said from the beginning it was the little train that could and uh it's you know we're still selling the blu-rays i am i think jason is too um People are still interested. Still, pe- people are still commenting on Jason's uh, YouTube page. Uh, there's a, still a lot of love for it, and there's still a lot of, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but it feels like one of those cult classic of the cult classics of fan films. I think that we may be that that one. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy with that. <laughs> Would you say you're the burning of the fan films? Oh. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I don't know. What do you think, Jason? Jason. Um, <laughs> so, I'm just enjoying my cigar and listening to you guys. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the views are right now. The last time I checked, we were at about 175,000 or something like that, if I, if I remember correctly. But the um, uh, the fan reach out and um, the comments are awesome. I, I had one comment that. Um, it just blew my mind. He said, I, I wish I could remember who you are. If you're watching this, I'm sorry. I don't remember who you are. I'll go back and uh, check it out. But um, he said that he watched the whole movie and he had to watch it again to make sure that everything was fitting to 1983. And then he said, after he watched it, I think a third time, he said he could not find any mistakes that you know, we didn't put anything in that movie that wouldn't have been there in 1983. So I think we did our job very, very well in that regard. So thank you for whoever you are. That was probably the coolest comment. And you know what's funny about that is like I've watched Friday the 13th, obviously a million and a half times. And when there's the diner scene, you see the Blairstown diner menu it's on the countertop. So, you know, there's no reference to Crystal Lake Diner or anything like that, but it actually, so when I look at our film and see some of those things in the background that says Blairstown Diner, I feel like, hey, that's continuity that we didn't pay for or expect because 
the Blairstown Diner is on the counter and it's almost the same one that's out today in the diner. If you look at it and if you push to the scene where Steve is talking, you know, to uh, Sandy, the di- it's almost the same identical uh, menu. It says Blairstown Diner on there. I, and I thought that was hysterical. So Dude, speaking I- of comedy and, and 1983, uh, and I will take credit for that. I, I made sure that the years that went into the process of getting to the point of filming, you know, I shopped hard on eBay. I looked for the props. I looked for those things as best as I could. And being of that generation, uh, which I'm very proud of, uh, go Reagan. <laughs> um, I, I, I remember it and I wanted that for this film, which you wouldn't see or haven't seen in fan film yet today. Yeah. So um, I went on to Jason's page and you're up to 177,000 likes. And there was two comments that did stick out to me. Um, this, this was from 13 days ago, Randy Trevor. This has become one of my favorite fan films. I've been recommending it. It's like if Bruce Springsteen wrote a Friday 13th movie, what with all the economic woes of the small town working class guys. And I believe it might've been Jonathan Vaughn who um, gave you that really nice uh, comment, uh, Jay. So- yep. It's, you know, it's, you, you're still getting the views a year later. They're not forgetting about your film. So you guys tackled a, a, a style of Jason that hasn't been done yet. And I think because of that, and some of the fan films we're getting soon, they're taking your idea and putting Sackhead in there. So you did one fan film, which we haven't gotten, Sackhead Jason. And Dave, so you've been working on another type of fan film that people have been talking about and it was always oh i don't want a story about pam that's boring jason's all this killing 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 but then there's another side that people want to know about pam not necessarily her growing up but you know from being with elias having jason raising jason the aftermath of him dying so let's uh or dying let's talk <laughs> let's let's talk about that right uh, well, first of all, it's not a film yet, you know, it, right. it, it's um, and if you like read what I've posted on the fan page uh, of sorts, uh, it's a Friday the 13th story. I'm not going for that fan film feel as of yet. And um, I owe a lot of credit to the story of and I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say is I was very partial to the comic book that came out, I think what 2017 i can't remember yeah Maybe. pam's tale pam's tale and there was a lot of lot of stuff in that i loved um and i i have taken part of that and and incorporated it into this story but i've changed it obviously to my liking uh, on top of what i feel a story that could be related today. I hate that. It's kind of weird, but a lot of women would appreciate and, and in a sense in the, in the horror genre and forgive me if I offend anyone, but you know, suffering from an abusive relationship, a PTSD uh, of retaliation of struggling of, of, of coming back from events of a, an abusive relationship that happens in the, uh, what is it, Jason, the thirties and the forties we're saying. 
Yeah, we're, we're going to take place in the 1940s, and then we're going to lead up to the 50s. And then I think we're going to skip around a little bit in the 60s and then end up in the 70s. So we are yeah. going, you know, right. you're, you're decade jumping. <laughs> yeah, we we are decade jumping in this. And um, we we plan on shooting this if it becomes a thing. We uh, we plan on shooting this in uh, here in Indiana and uh, parts of Michigan. Um I, I grew up in a little town called Auburn, Indiana, and uh, I know a lot of old car societies and stuff like that. So we're gonna get the right, we're gonna get, we're gonna get the right makes and models of the cars and the years of the cars and stuff like that. So I'm reaching out to a whole bunch of people with 1930s, maybe some Auburns, Cords, and Duesenbergs, um, maybe some old Studebakers and stuff like that. So hopefully we can get you know, the real deal with this thing. Oh, dude. Yeah. Man, that would be amazing, man. And it's so hard. Like you were talking about, like keeping the continuity, keeping, uh, staying true to the year that you guys are supposedly, you know, going back to and stuff like that, especially and nowadays. That's where it would get expensive. You know, any dated yeah. film, uh, runs big bucks to get costumes, hairstyles, makeups, even, you know, with actors, uh, that we choose for something like this, they need to watch vintage films just to get that persona and that feel for that generation. Um, but going back to the concept of the way I feel Pamela could be or should be, um, and you know, being an older individual and knowing my mom of the time and era that grew up in those generations, um, things that happened to Pam in this story either wasn't talked about or it was ignored or shunned upon in the, in the communities of small towns like that. And I want to expose it and show it and take it to the point of what we know of the original film and like have a sympathetic feel like, okay, now I get it. Now I know why she did what she did. She was a product of her environment, uh, which we knew, which we understood. But what was it? Where was it rooted? Where did it come from? And how was she uh, a, a product of that? You know, and I think that's just a great story. And it it doesn't have relevant to today. It's relevant. Yeah. Today. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. And it doesn't have to be in that horror sense, even though, you know, Jason West will, you know, he's made some great suggestions where I feel like there's not enough blood, Jason, help me out here. And he's come up with some good ones where her story of, of with Elias will be as um, incorporated and peppered in uh, as flashbacks in the nice. even earlier late later dated when i say later you know in the 50s and the 60s and what have you so it's kind of like post traumatic stress disorder when you're living a day of society today and you hear a car backfire for example and then it takes you back to a, a moment in nam or the yeah. gulf war and you 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 know like so we're we're kind of treating it like that and i don't want to go into too much depth mm -hmm. uh, without uh, so, revealing much so would you say it's psychological thriller first slasher second yes most definitely yeah, the, uh, no, the, yeah. let me let me interject in that real quick um 
Yes and no. Uh, I I would say that this is more of a drama. Okay. Uh, I mean, with with sprinkles of thriller. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we I mean we like Dave and I have been talking about this, and we feel like it's a combination of The Shining meets Joker. Oh. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. So it's gonna be a mind. Gonna be it's gonna be a mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, sounds I'll like. It lightly, yes. Uh, I mean, like, Pam's story is a drama. It is not mm-hmm. thriller. She she was not born a killer. She became a killer. And this is just the story that leads into that. This is the buildup. Right. This is the buildup before she snaps. So obviously Absolutely. she's the. Would you say she's an antagonist though? Uh, of a product. You know, uh, yeah, yes and no. But everything that reveals the story is because of the environment around her. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I really dip into the Christie's backstory. I mm-hmm. mean, we, we had a taste of Steve, but uh, I want to showcase his family because when you look at that Camp Crystal Lake sign, it says established 1935. Yeah. And I, no. I've, I've always been enthralled about that. I want to go back to that not not that year but the family's name and the basis around what occurred during the time of jason's drowning the death of barry and claudette and the and 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 what actually i don't want to say too much right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so but um yeah the christie's Aren't nice people. Well, I'll just say that. Okay. Well, David, David Christie, uh, which, okay. is Steve, which is Steve's father. So he's not, he's not a nice guy. So basically, yeah. if I can guess, and I'm not, we're not going to go into detail, obviously Pam's your main, and then would um, Dave Christie and Steve be the focal point opposite her throughout the Steve, film? Steve, no, Steve, uh, I, I, I've actually incorporated Steve, because uh, if you think about Steve and his age, he is uh, the same age almost as Jason. Right. Um, if you think about it. So uh, he is, he's in the picture. He's in, he, you know, what have you. But um, it, it's an Easter egg. I'm treating him as an Easter egg. But okay. with this, this part that I, I'm actually writing at, and I'm three quarters of the way into it, um, you'll see him in his teens. I okay. promise you. That, you know. Gotcha. Um, now, you're serving as the writer, um, and then Jason, you you're trying to really just focus on directing, correct? That's correct, because um, you know, with his name was Jason, I directed it. I was a camera operator alongside Film Baumhart, and uh, I also edited. Uh, his name was Jason, and so I think that was. Um, that was too many hats to wear. Mm-hmm. And um, I do have a couple camera operators in mind. Uh, but yeah, I want to step back. I just want to direct this one because I want to put my focus on the acting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want this to feel like a fan film. I don't want this. This is not going to be a fan film. I got to interject I mean, I real quick, Jay. I got to tell you, yeah. his name was Jason to me, did not feel like a right. fan film. Uh, it stood out, and I, I look at, I was not a huge 
never a huge fan film guy. Brian had got me introduced, actually, you did, into the, into that world. Started seeing some of them. And, dude, when I seen your film for the first time, I was blown away. Because, like, you can take that. And I keep saying this, man. You can take that film and put it between yeah. the two. It's just. But not even that. So well done. Um, there's only two fan films, in in my opinion, that don't feel like a fan film. Fan film, and it's obviously his name is Jason, and the Never Hike Alone film. Yeah. It's like the it's the cinematography. It's the way it was shot. It, yeah. There's something about it. Like I've seen every fan film that has come out from 2017 to present, and they all look the same. Like I, I don't know what it is, but they all look the same to but, me. Like sh- camera shooting, cinematography style. And, and, you know, not to, yeah. not to poo poo on any of the fan films because obviously when you look at you know jason brooks and peter anthony and um and also uh cody uh, cody falk right cody falk yeah yeah which we haven't heard from in a while they tapped into obviously fans that wanted that and god bless them you know like you know it may not be everybody's cup of tea but they're they're doing well. And I, I give them the kudos and I give them the, you know, the credits to doing those. But for me, and when I met Jason West, um, I told him, I said, you know, this, this is about being passionate of the franchise prior to the hockey mask, Jason, yeah. Yeah. which um, was, and always will be my two favorite films, you know, part the original and part two. And uh uh, uh, and not that I dislike the other films, but as in Fear Factor and as in uh, Build Up of Fear, those two films and storyline will always be top and number one mm-hmm. in my my eyes. So um, now I've talked to both of you on the side. Um, Dave has shared his script so far and I've talked to Jason about other things and I, you know, I am praying that, you know, with the help of the, the fan community that we can get this to see the, you know, in front of a camera, the light of day, because from, you know, I, I hear, I read, I've read the script so far, what they've put together talking to Jason about, you know, possible endings. And I'm like, Holy shit. Um, so <laughs> Oh, I, I want to know some of this stuff, man. What, what, I'm left out. Off air. Off air. Oh, See, my goodness. Now you feel when you tell me, oh, I got some news for you. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. All right. I see I've how incorpor- you're, you're throwing it back at me. I've, incorporated, I've incorporated Brian uh, only because he's a fan of the franchise from, from top to bottom. And, and being a good friend of mine for, you know, a few years now, uh, it's an un- it's bias and non-bias because he would tell me if it's like, okay, I don't get this. I don't know what you're saying. Or, you know, my fear of mostly when I have him read it is do the flashbacks make sense? You yeah. know, my, that's and, what and, I, you read. know, there's, you know, I, I, I'm an avid reader and sometimes when I'm really into something, I feel like I get sucked into like the scenes in the book. Like as if like you're watching it on TV, and that's how I felt reading Dave's script so far. Like like when yeah, the I'm flash. Guilty, guilty for that, and and I, and Jason West will know this when I write. I have script in mind, 
uh, I have dyslexia horrible. Like it's, it's bad. Like it takes me a while to write. So um, thank God for auto spells and, you know, all those softwares that are out there, but it just, it's like diarrhea of the mouth or mind when it's <laughs> happening because I just, I got to keep writing. I have to keep writing it, you know, and it just flows and it, flows. And it makes sense to me, mm-hmm. but you know, for others, it may not, you know, try, try, I'm trying to get it across. So I'll go over what I've written 10, 12, 20 times until I've made my mistakes. I put in the commas, I put in the pauses because I want to build up that moment of, of, like you said, being submersive in that moment of, you know, Pamela's walking around the lake. She's drawing back a branch. She's looking across the lake. She hears the sound of the guitar playing on the wind. Those little from details. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's important because that's what we grew up with, with as kids reading books and not saying kids don't do that today, but I'm, I'm sure it's a lot less than it was in the eighties. Um, but uh, it's important to me to get that across and, it's hard sometimes to trans translate that in film, you know, it, it, yeah. and, and Jason West, uh, he's going to take a knack, a cut, uh, a whack out of, of writing this into a script a little bit, but you know, there's a lot of fat cutting or, you know, trimming the fat, I should say of, of, okay, how do we turn this into a film and removing over the excessiveness of the detail, the detail, the detail, and just getting it. Cause you don't want to make it boring and, there's moments where, you know, you're your own worst critic. And I've watched his name, name was Jason is probably as much as Friday the 13th, the original film. And there's things where I was like, okay, maybe I'm a little bit over descriptive. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm over telling the story too much, but then there's these film, these fans that are watching it where we've watched these movies over and over and over and over. And then it, it makes sense why it's over explained at times, you know? So I don't know if that makes sense. But. Yeah. Um, so getting back to Jay real quick, would you edit or would you just simply direct? Cause you said you were stepping away. Like you wore too many hats. Um, that's a great question. I think um, I don't mind editing that one. I don't mind editing. I like editing, to be honest. Um, God bless you. <laughs> it is very time consuming. I mean, it took me almost seven months straight to do uh, His Name Was Jason. Uh, so with Pamela, I know it's going to take a lot longer. So I may have a couple helping hands on that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm definitely going to sit down. And uh, I, if I don't edit myself, I'm going to be right behind the person that does the editing you gotcha. know because as the director um i know where the cut's going to be mm-hmm. and i know what needs to be there and this that and the other you know so um yeah if i if i'm not the one actually pushing the keys i'm going to be supervising no doubt yeah so nice. guys have you uh acquired any of the cast members no it's their, no. their this is like that's oh it's the stages. you were like in the infancy stages of all this. yeah yeah oh, the, the, look, the, the thing with this film is um, finding a woman to play Pamela is going to be one of the most hardest things uh, to do. Um, Betsy Palmer, God rest her soul, she um, her her technique and style on his uh, his, his name was <laughs> on 
<laughs> on Friday the 13th was theatrical. And you can see that because oh, she yeah. was a theater person. And with the emotions and the expressions when she was talking about her son and, you know, she didn't have a lot of airtime, let's be real, you know, um, that the, and she had to sell that in that time that she did make. And that was a lot of that. And you can see that is, is theatrical, you know, and we want I want that I want someone that can sell it and make it believable. And and look, we're not going to find someone that is a Betsy Palmer, but I'll be damn sure that I'll spend as, as long as I can until I find that one uh, to fill those shoes that so, appreciate. So what about Stefan? <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you think uh, like when you're looking on like um, backstage or any other type of um, casting websites, would you look for more theatrical background versus film background? Yes. That, I mean, look, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a stickler for looks and that's going to be very, very hard. You know, mm -hmm. she, she, when I pull up photographs of her and her youth, uh, it's going to be really, really hard. She, you know, we, we know she's got to be blonde, you know, that for sure. But uh, I could look past a lot of that as long as I know she could act the way I, I want her to act or, and I'm sure Jason agrees. Um, but looks are important, you know, mm -hmm. when it, comes to selling that because i know the fans will be like oh that looks nothing like you know yeah oh yeah <laughs> you'll well, get a lot of that make sure so the fans don't come back at you if you have close-up of the hands you need the hairy knuckles yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right right no that wasn't that wasn't Thompson or his assistant that was uh what was that near me milos or i forget mm -hmm. his name the assistant yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. um is it safe to say that we can expect Haley to come back doing special effects um i have talked to her and she is very interested um her and i have um a meeting in july to uh do some work for the film but i don't want to say what it is. <laughs> yeah i mean oh. it's it's gonna take a team for this one yeah you know yeah. um uh, and Haley um, would be the head, the head one, I'm sure. And she okay. would advise and find and source um, prosthetics, um, makeup, outfits. So costumes. the girl is literally going to go from his name is Jason, special effects, Pamela's story, special effects supervisor. Look at that. I, hey, you know, if you need if you're looking for some makeup uh, artists, you know, I got actually there was one that came out to uh, the I don't know if you've seen her, Dave. Over yeah. There. Yeah. She, uh, he was talking, yeah. she gave me her business card. Yeah. yeah Sarah Elizabeth. She's coming out to the Kane event. She's sponsoring. Uh, yeah. And she said event. she'll go wherever work takes her. Like, that's cool. You know, she'll travel. Um, so. OK, so obviously this is not going to be a shoestring budget. So what's your ballpark estimate? you think you would need to finish like do this to do the film honestly i want, Brian, I, I want something like uh these other <laughs> films are getting what are we talking here brian uh, honestly to answer that question i we we almost cannot touch this movie for less than one hundred and fifty thousand. well dave you're in new york there you go pick a corner 
It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, start that OnlyFans. Oh my yeah. goodness. I mean, yeah. you know what? You want you know what you guys did with the budget that you had with his name was Jason was something short of a miracle. Like I, I don't know how you did it. Seriously. Uh yeah, we actually, I know I personally lost money in that. <laughs> <laughs> dude. I, I but uh you know, you know I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it for the world. Right. You know? it, it, it just um, it's, it's a learning lesson. So when you do something, a next project you know what to expect, um, you know, and yeah, this is going to take a lot of networking, but you know, you know, Jimmy and I will be right we'll there. As much as we can, man. Yeah. And, and um, you know, a lot of it is, it's a story that needs to be told. Yeah. Um, we've exhausted the franchise. We saw the reboot in what, 2009. Yeah. Right. And um, it, it, it com- that's movie combined part two and the original uh, filmed together as you you know you had the sackhead you had pamela uh and, and what have you I, it's like i don't want to see any more uh of what we've seen uh in 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 theaters i i i want i want a prequel i want i i want to see that i want to know that as a fan um whether hollywood would bite into that let's be real would they i i don't think so no. you know if if you look about pet cemetery and all these other yeah. reboots that are coming out it's a reboot it's a reboot it's a reboot it's a redo it's a re- because it's marketing 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 so when we're talking about a a prequel or a canon story of pamela it's an independent film like you know it's it's not going to almost like an art film right jason mm-hmm. um yeah i mean I the way I personally see this is I mean I think it could very well be a beautiful film it doesn't have to be dark and dreary Uh, there can be bright colors there can be uh, you know just beautiful backdrops and stuff like that it doesn't have to be dark all the time and that's the way I would like to see it I mean we're going to take this into uh, you know, a little past the golden era. So, you know, mm-hmm. brighter colors, brighter cars, bright, you know what I mean? The only darkness is Pamela's life. Right. Yeah, I, see, so, I, see that, I see that as the flashbacks. You know? Sure, absolutely, yeah. Or, and then I after Jason drowns too, you know? Yeah. Like I see it being bright and colorful up until... Well, let's he, look at, let's look at a classic film like Wizard of Oz. Right. Yeah. It started off in black and white and then it opened up to color, which was a new thing back yeah. then. Not that we would approach it that way, but to feel like that, I would appreciate, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm thinking more of a breaking bad where we see Walter White literally start in white. And then by the end of you know all the seasons, he's in pure black. Yeah, mm-hmm. the film, the story itself, Pamela. The, the yeah, the story will explain that uh, to the point of she's a product, pure and simple, of the environment. You know, it's, it's post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, we will discuss uh, undiagnosed, and and Brian, you would appreciate that being the field of work that you're in, undiagnosed um, mental conditions for the generation mm-hmm. where 
they didn't they didn't talk about those things uh, bipolarism right. a schizo- a schizophrenia um, yeah. compiled onto the loss of a child mm-hmm. you know it's, so, a, it's a perfect storm right so yeah. totally off topic but still within the Pam would you consider her the first Karen <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! She's goodness. got the haircut. Oh jeez! She never wanted to speak to a manager. <laughs> she took matters in her own hands. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh and you know what's really cool about the story is, um, accidentally, as I'm writing it, she had cheerleaders. She had people cheering for her. Strangers, uh, small town mentality that sympathized um but because of what she's gone through with elias jason's dad um the trust the trust uh gets thin and she feels like a lot of these people have under underlined uh plans for her or you know um it really it, it's a really great story in that sense. You know, I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but um, it really builds up a character base of a person that is a is a historical figure in horror film for a female uh, on top of other females that we've seen. I mean, you know, if you talk about Psycho and Norman Bates' mother, that was an amazing film because Norman was speaking for his mother, but in the same sense, you know, you, you felt she was there in that, Mm -hmm, in that, mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like Pamela is one of those iconic figures and there's, there's, there, there's more to be said. There's more to be said. Yeah. Or told. And and you're, and you're the guy to, to display that on the screen. I'm telling you, Dave, you have a lot of great ideas. And I think if you had a, a budget, like if somebody invested, they forget about it. We would get blockbuster movies. And I'm not trying to, you know, blow smoke your direction. You and Jason, no, you guys I, are great, I, man. Like you guys just like wants a scene in your film. No, That's I don't, like- man, because I'm not going to be like you. You're a hot air balloon now, damn it. You're floating away. <laughs> Jesus. But I'm, gonna, I'm, just I'm, saying- I'm calling Corey Kaufman up tonight and saying, Corey, I need a design for a new. Oh, I'm, I, well, guess what? Corey does our graphics for, for everything. Hard three six about everything. Jimmy J. And I will tell him no. That's it, Corey. You're not doing it. I'll pay him double. Corey will be working on uh he he's interested. He's working on a promo, pre pre-promo uh images and graphics because he did his nice. name with Jason. Yeah. He, he did his name with Jason. And he was the one, and a lot of people still don't see it today, who put the uh lawnmower blade in the O, and his name was Jason. Jason's weapon. You mm-hmm. don't a lot oh, of people snap. don't realize it. But yeah. if you look at the O and his name was Jason, it's the lawnmower blade, Jason's weapon. Yeah, Corey's Corey's a genius when it comes to oh, yeah. designing yeah. things. Yeah, he's really Yeah, and good. the way you know I've told him about designing all this is I don't want in your face horror. I want subtle softness with maybe a little undertone of in colors of horror. Uh I want to show I want to show the beauty of Pamela. I really yeah. uh, I, I, parts, parts. Right. You know. All right, so I will I will promise one thing though. For all the gore porn people out there, there is going to be blood. (laughs) There will be blood. You heard it. That's what's going down, guys. Well, it has to be. I mean, come on, it's horror. You know, the element there's the horror right there. But yeah, you know what? Um, so 
man, I don't know. It's tough because I know there's so much that has to happen before you can even get the ball moving here, Dave. But is everything like guys, is everything kind of, you guys came together. Is everything complete with script wise or we, no, not at all. it did not, not at all. all. Okay. So there's, I'm still, I'm still writing. Uh, my, 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 my pen is, is, excuse the pump is still wet, you know, and, and, and dipping into that the paper quill. must be happy. The, the quill is dipping into <laughs> the ink. Um, I'm three quarters of the way through. Um, I'm at night. I'm in, I'm, I'm in the early sixties right now. Um, so we have gone through the trials and tribulations. We have gone through the drowning of Jason. Um, we're, we're through all that. Even the birth of Jason, I I've talked about in this, in this story, which is a very interesting moment. Um, the moment where he's being born, I've talked about. Oh, wow. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, geez. It, it, that's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard moment in the story, you know, because of the generation. Mm. Uh, it, when somebody is born with deformities or anything in a small town like that and uh, dealing with it, it's not like a freak. It's know? not easy. It's not oh. easy. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been fun writing it. I hate to say it. It's it's more emotional writing than it was for his name was Jason. Because uh, I've tapped into a lot of personal things that I've gone through over the years uh, when I'm writing it of what a mother may go through or a father may go through to a loss or protecting a child that has conditions of that time and era or seeing it. Um, and it, 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 that's where I feel like it, it could be like treated as uh, a, 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 a drama more than a horror, you know, like a silence of the lambs or the shining or, or the, or Joker where it was, you sympathize for the bad guy, you mm -hmm. know? And I love that. I like cheering for the anti, yeah, I love cheering for the bad guy sometimes. You know? So yeah, depending how you yep. build it. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so realistically, when do you guys think, um, when do you guys think you're going to start, I guess, putting the feelers out there, like budget wise, like, like, are you going to do, uh, what is it? Seed spark, Look, I believe it is, or it would be, it would be a, it would be an Indiegogo. Is Indie, that what you're asking? Yeah, it would yeah, be yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like, I don't like working with Kickstarters. A lot of the other ones do. I like Indiegogo. It was more, I, I did Kickstarter for his name was Jason and it tanked. Um, but Indiegogo was a little bit more positive response. Um, so like I said, uh, it's about the fans and getting the fan base built up on the fan page. The ones that are on there, I think we're just shy of 400. Right now, it, it's only been a month, right, Jason? It's been approximately a month, maybe even a month and a half at this point. But yeah, uh, yeah, little, little under uh, four hundred uh, fans on the page so far. And as far as like uh, funding goes, we're definitely going to do the Indiegogo, and um, uh, you know, we 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 definitely want the fans to get involved uh, because I mean, honestly, without them, we're we're probably not going to be able to do this. But on this one, too, I think we're also going to reach out and try to get some sponsors um, and see if we can get budget through that as well. But again, realistically, we because of the the timepiece and all the old cars that I've got to get and all the wardrobes, the, the, the makeup, the, the cameras, uh, this, that and the other that we have to 
rent or buy, we really cannot touch this for under 150,000. Um, and that's just being real about it. That's not begging. That's not pleading. That's not. I, yeah. We're just putting it out there. Yeah. You know? That's just the fact of the matter. Um, but, um, you know, if we get our budget, I can promise a very quality film with very accurate uh, scenery. Um, you're going to see things in a lack of better word fan film uh, that that you you're never going to see this in another fan film. I promise you that. I've got things up my sleeve that Dave and I have talked about that uh, Hollywood would be scared to do. And I, we're going to do it. If Hollywood wanted to pick you guys up, I mean, would you jump on board? Would you jump on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. know, I see, I, you know, not that I'm a huge A24 film guy. Uh, do you guys know A24? Yep. Um, I actually see a, a, a company like that picking this up, like, uh doing it i would love for them to touch something like this or uh i mean bad robot would be another good company but uh blumhouse would be nice too but blumhouse, i, I yeah. but blumhouse would be blumhouse would like take it and make it their own and i don't want that you know no seriously a24 call me please yeah <laughs> yeah a24 we're we're a1 we're gonna we're Come gonna on, mention them in the description and I'll yeah, be honest please. with my with my role in this film is I'm happy just being the story writer. I definitely would want to be involved in production with with props and era pieces and and what have you. Um, I would be behind Jason and and giving my input of what I feel I'd like to see with simple angles and making people looking bigger than life, uh, or or just bringing that emotional part into a scene i, I want to be that type of advisor but i i think i'd be i and i'm a huge fan and an advocate and i have been since the lawsuit for uh, mr miller you know um and i being on that part of this of of what he is a, as a writer um i just want to be that part of the guy looking on the outside looking in you know um I'm not a film man. I'm a storyteller. You know, um, when I was part of his name was Jason, I had a vision, uh, but Wes brought it to life. And any, 98, 98% of what he offered or brought to the table, I, I never poo-pooed, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there was moments where we clashed on set where I'm like, as simple as, you know, Bo's death, like, in, in, in the scene where he's dead, I'm like, put the put the barbed wire around his neck. And he would fight me about little shit like that. I'm like, trust me, it'll be picked up. You want to see that. You want to see, you know, and he'd be like, all right, Dave. And he would give me the, he would throw me those bones. Okay. Uh, but our relationship on set uh, was like brothers, you know, and he will always be like that with me. And, uh, you know, uh, any film or stories I could see coming to life, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have anybody else on my side other than him because uh, of the blood, sweat and tears that we went through with his name was Jason, you know, um, because it, 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 it's 
it's not about the dollar. Obviously, we made no money off of it. It was about mm-hmm. the passion. It was right. about the passion of storytelling, him being a filmmaker, and 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 seeing our art, you know, up on the on the screen. You know, um, we, we were never out for the money. Uh, for his name was Jason. That's reality. I passion mean, project, man. It was. It was. And uh, you know, to this day, was trying to sell the Blu-rays to make up any money that we've we've lost. Uh, is the only reason why we sell that. And, and to get our name out there and, and the love of the movie. But um, it was never about the money. It was about, and, we love the story. And, you know, it, Dave, honestly, eventually, which is great, honestly, that you did that uh, because you're passionate about you guys, you and Jay and the rest of the team. But you, know, you got to make some money to keep the ball moving. And, yeah. and, I, and yeah. I feel like if you can get like a studio, like I said, A24, get one of these other studios or whatever involved, help you get some funds you know for for yeah. this film or invest in it or whatever it is well, it's, it's hard take. it's hard it's hard because you know who owns what now it's kind of diluted or is that the word um you know victor owns a certain part sean owns a certain part yeah. and i'm sure they're cooking up something their own or hoping to or their kids are trying to to profit off of this in hollywood yeah um and milk it for what it's worth uh but will they ever actually deliver what the fans want? Probably That's not. Nah, I don't think so. Probably. I don't think so. I, did, I mean, we, we go to the other franchise. We talk about Halloween. We we saw it together, the last one. Yeah. You know, in 2018, they tapped into, I think, the original fans, but then they lost it after Halloween Kills. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see how it so, ends. It ends. Yeah. 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 So. Evil ends tonight. Evil <laughs> ends tonight. <laughs> Don't start, man. Don't start. Oh goodness. So but man, it's something that we were talking about also, like get getting some of the guys and crew together, uh, just to go to the movie, rent out it might be a movie theater up here, just all going to see uh, Halloween ends. No, no, we want to see uh what is it? Uh what is that one with uh, the that's I already came out. It came Did out. It? The- it's out as this weekend. It was supposed to come out oh. last weekend because of Jurassic, but they pushed it back a week as Jurassic World came. That out looks good. I want yeah. to see. Yeah. What is it? Black black, what black, is phone. It? black phone. But yeah. Dave, in August, um, IMAX uh, Jaws is being released in IMAX. Ooh. I'll get you the date if you want to come oh. over. You know, to yeah. Bethlehem, spend the night or something, and I'll dress um, up in my. I'll dress up. Yeah, in my there you quit. go. My quit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! But I think yeah. this is, uh, you know, it was great catching up with you guys, talking about. Uh, Pam- now, what are we calling it, Pamela's story? I'm sorry. No, just Pam. 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 Jason. Uh, Jason kind of it. Just Pamela. Yeah, just okay. Pamela. Okay. Jason weeded it down because uh, I I was calling it Pamela a mother's a mother's uh, a mother's love, and he just said no, just keep it up, Pamela. And, I, and you know, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I we definitely want to call it a Friday the Thirteenth story, you know, to tap right. into that. Yeah. You know? um, but I don't want to title it. I don't want to title it a fan film until we know, or a a film or a a movie or whatever. And 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 I agree with Wes. I I want to stay with away from the word fan. You know, yeah. I I yeah, think I, I think it's being abused. You know, mm-hmm. well, I hate saying it, but I hate saying it, but it just feels cheap to say a fan film because well i mean to the fans 
that that provide and give it, it's it's an honor of them but we there's got to be a different way to do it you know right what i'm saying by cheapen is that that word has been saturated with so many yeah. fan films no discredit to those other films because ours you know his name is jason is a fan film obviously yeah. Yeah. but but it's been so saturated i just think a standalone name would was is just appropriate for it you know yeah i agree i I agree once you see it once you see the film you're gonna know exactly what it is i promise yeah Yeah, you don't need you don't need a label or fan film you know and and i think if you put it out there like you said just pamela it's it's production it's nobody needs to know anything you know obviously we get the funding like that like think about it for instance like with deborah uh Voorhees with 13 fanboy that's not a fan film I think nope. I believe I heard she raised a lot of money um, online. I forgot exactly where it was. Yeah, it was. She did half um, like Indiegogo and the other was yeah. like studio financing. OK, so yeah, but still half and half. like she got some. Yeah. And, you know, but the, the thing about 13 Fanboy, and I think it's uh, personally I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it um it gets labeled sometimes as a fan film because you have a lot of the friday well, alumni they because of the title well the title 13 fanboy they think it's, yeah, it's a, a yeah. fan film and you know it was you can, you can definitely tell it was like an independent low budget film um you know nothing but i mean for, it was the budget hey, but the lighting was great the oh yeah the lighting was great yeah whoever did the I mean, lighting in there phenomenal work i, I, I enjoyed it you know, you, know what, you know what scene i like the most I, I like the most when uh when uh haley actually choked out that gentleman in the gym that was a that was a good scene. It's probably the best scene in the movie. Yeah, you know, Thirteen Fanboy was it, it satisfied it satisfied my thirst for a Friday Thirteenth movie because it had all the alumni. It was you know something to hold us over, and you know it was I enjoyed it because the story is real. Like it yeah. has happened to the actors and actresses. Yeah, yeah. and what about Kane's? Kane Hodder's like Academy Award winning <laughs> Titanic performance. What a theater with glass. Uh, that was that was memorable. Like oh, yeah. I love that scene. It kind of reminded me of like um, you know, in the in the comedy spoof when someone's dying, but it takes them forever. It reminded me of Jim Carrey in the mask was like <laughs> he's coughing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you remember that scene? You you tell Kane that in December. I never, never. <laughs> I won't leave there alive. <laughs> no, I'm actually giving a Kane an, an award. We're gonna be presented with something. Uh, and I will mention that performance sarcastically. And they're probably going to choke mm-hmm. me out on the stage. But hey, listen, it's Kane Hodder. Why not? And <laughs> if I'm going down, I'd rather go down in the hands of Kane uh, on the stage. But uh, yeah, anyway, guys. But you I, know- think, I, I think for uh, me and Jason uh, West, um, we wanted to come on here and just let the community know that we're still here. Mm-hmm. We're not going away. We were quiet for a little while. And um, I'm I'm getting back into the rhythm of writing and uh, Jason likes what I'm writing. And like he did with his name was Jason. uh, He wants to put it into a pretty picture and um, we will do respect to those fans who aren't 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 but aren't so partial to the hockey mask because we're going back even farther than the sack mask. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's a story that needs to be told. I really feel oh, like absolutely potential. You know, Dave, life. when you told me about that, I was like, this is groundbreaking. Like, I've never, nobody's ever talked about that before. When you talked to me about that, I had never seen a word or heard a word about that. 
anywhere else until you told yeah, me that. I mean, I, I, I've always said if Hollywood was going to do it, they need to do Friday the 13th, the beginning, yeah. you know, a simple title like that and, and, and tap into, you know, if they wanted to do a Jason, that's fine, but maybe have him have flashbacks of Pamela in the youth or what have you, but there, there is potential to do it, but how do you do it properly without it, you know, going to a three hour story? You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard. It's hard. I know what we're going to get. If this can, if we can make this come to fruition, I, I believe we can. Uh, teamwork makes the dream work. I've always said that, you know, Brian and I, we're going to do the best we can to help you guys with anything I, in our dozens. And I, when I say dozens, yeah, I mean for, for dozens us, of fans out here. <laughs> for us at this point, it's just building a fan base and cheerleaders. You know, I like cheerleaders. Um, it strokes the ego. <laughs> And, and it makes me want to push forward and say, yes, yes, I want it. I do it, Dave, do it, Dave. And I, with the 400 that are almost on the page, you know, I get feedback, like, you know, uh, this is a story that needs to be told, Dave, we know you can do it. You know, you filled in the gaps between the original and part two. Um, it can be done. And I just, I want more people on board, you know, hip, hip, hurrah. Right. Doing so when you started the, his name was Jason Facebook page in a month and a half, how many like followers did you have compared to the 400? That's for just the same amount. The okay. Same amount. All yeah. Right. It was All tough. Right. It was very tough. You know, right. um, it was as simple as it's not the hockey mask. It was the sack head. Right. You know? uh, but my main advocate, my main cheerleader was uh, I met Steve Dash like a year and a half to two years prior to him passing. And I whispered in his ear, I was like, I have this idea. Uh, what do you think? And he's like, anything that has to do with me or, or the sack at Jason, I'm all for. And I told him, I said, this is my concept. He's like, wow, that's, that's interesting. He goes, yeah. He goes, I can, I can see that, you know, um, you know, it's the early stages and the early, the early uh, growth of what he could have been like prior to me in part two. So that was enough to get me going. And then the real ball pusher was, you know, meeting Ron Milky and, and, you know, sitting with him at a diner in, in uh, hell's kitchen uh, across the street from where he lived. And I was like, you know, first of all, I, you know, I was uh, starstruck because it was Ron Milky and um, I pushed, you know, this in front of him. I found him on Facebook. And I said, I have this story and I pushed it in front of him and he goes, okay, give me, give me a week and let me read over. He, he actually was like less than three days. He's like, David, he goes, and the way he said it, well, this is a very adult take on a Friday the 13th story. He goes, I, I want to be part of it. That's, and wow. I was like, wow, thanks Ron. That really, you know, boosted me up even more and said, I, I need to make this happen. You know, when you have somebody from the franchise, that's an actor. Uh, that 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 appreciated it and read it and took the time to pick it, you know. And he didn't think he needed any change. When when he became the sheriff, he he had minimal changes. Um, he's like, I want to be chewing bubble gum or, or a piece of gum, and he threw that in his mouth and he did that. You know, it brought on some type of character with him. Uh, but he was dwarf in a sense, and that's in that film. Mm-hmm. But obviously. Um, more seasoned and 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 uh, you know comfortable with with his decision making mm-hmm. as we saw the original 
and he, you know, he w- he was able to give us the uh, the one liner that I, I appreciated that he threw in there. You know? mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't. It was also with Ron. Um, I I pulled him off to the side because he 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 asked us, you know, how do you want me to act? Do you want me to be Dorf? Do you want me to be? How do you want me to be? And I told him. I I pulled him off the side. I said, look, I personally, I see you as more of a Clint Eastwood type character in this. It- and he goes, really? I said, yes. I said, if you have to lower your voice a little bit and just be a little bit, like Dave said, you know, seasoned, let's do that. Let's let's do the Clint Eastwood. And that's what he did. And it's like, that's what I love about when when you see him initially in the opening credits, right after, or right, yeah, right after the opening credits, or right before the opening credits. I'm sorry. Um, you know, you see that car that car door swing open, and we pan up from you know his feet all the way up to him pulling off his sunglasses and he goes here we go again mm-hmm. yep. you know, it's yeah that, it's that. that that's awesome. exactly what we wanted with ron and he nailed it i love it yeah i mean the, the reality is we we couldn't call him dwarf because it was uh, only a few years later after the original film you know um but you know he made it his own he he controlled it and he, uh, you know, I said, I just need you to do one of your one-liners to give it the door, the dwarfiness, you know, <laughs> uh, without, without overdoing, because I actually had him in another scene uh, in the diner, but like Jason said, we're oversaturating it. We're jamming it down the people's throat mm-hmm. yeah. and we didn't want to do that. You know, you gave so. us just enough to want more Dave. Yeah. I like you, you and Jay. Yeah, it was it was the dynamic duo is back yeah. together right here. You guys are putting something special together here, man. I know it's in the infancy stages, but you know what? I think it it's gonna be. Well, I know it's gonna be a blockbuster uh, if we can make this happen, and we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. We gotta stay positive, keep yeah. rolling, keep the ball moving, Dave and Jay. Uh, I want I want you guys to plug anything that you have going on, or any last uh, thoughts, anything you want to share with the fans and us over here. No, yours, yours. This is very. This is very infantile stages. Uh, it's it's crawling before it walks and then runs and then flies. Uh, but uh, it's a dream again, like his name was Jason was. And me and West, we love to see the fruitation from the seed being planted and then growing into the tree that we want. Um, you know, he gives his input. Uh, he he threw in some. Oh, he he did a really good scene he threw in some good stuff that I really appreciated because when I get to a certain mode, you know, you get the blinders on when you're riding and you're like, oh, you're a horse. And I'm like, Jason, I need help. I need more blood. And he threw in some good stuff. And, uh, you know, um, I, I think as, as me and him work together on this, it'll, it'll fruit, it'll fruit, come to fruitation. You know, it'll, it'll work. It'll work. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So listen, uh, it was great catching up with both of you right now. Uh, any social media, you know, you might as well tell them about the Facebook group to get more people jump up in, uh, in the group. Yeah, um, it's just Pamela. Uh, you, I, I don't think there's anything else out there like it. It's just Pamela uh, Friday the 13th story uh, on Facebook. I, I, I've shared it through his name was Jason and my personal page. And I started I'm not really great with Instagram. I have to apologize. I have something on there. But I just feel like I can't say enough as I want to on Instagram as I do Facebook. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I want I want more bodies thrown onto the page just to to keep cheering us on. 
because the ones that we see in the beginning are the ones I love the most because they've seen it from story mm -hmm. to, to film. Those are the, the ones that I know are the true fans. You know, those are my favorite. Let the Not bodies that. hit the page. Let the bodies <laughs> hit the page. Come on, guys. Let's go. We got to get up on here. Big, big day. Yeah, that's it. We're going to have something with a little promo video for you guys. Big day, Brown, the editing juggernaut, Jason West. Guys, thank you so much. It was great talking to you right now. Horrorheads, please, if you don't. Oh, know, oh. Living on the, oh, wait. There's the more. Other thing is too, um, the other thing is, too, is we will have a lot of Easter eggs. We will have a lot of cameos in the sense, but they will have more substantial youthful parts um but we will probably tap into some of our uh older actors uh that we used in his name was jason right jason we're talking about bringing some of those guys back home uh yeah yeah we've got a couple guys from uh from his name was jason might be uh, making some good appearances oh it man only seems, I, I i can't wait it only seems fair you know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially that sexy diner guy, you know. No, like, no, 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 no. Listen, guys. I could be I could be like the why did you have to bring it up? We were just handsome, about to close um, the show. Assistant at summer camp, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Can, can he be the new guy that drowns in the lake? I mean, so we don't see him again. That's it. Just look, he he was cheap. I just had to throw some eggs and bacon down his throat. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And then and I work for food. Why. That's all and look what you done did. Look what you done did. You got it in his head. Hey, but you know what, though? We had a fan come up to me at the uh, Friday 13th mini convention, and I signed his poster and his DVD. Mr. Pete Ward, thank you very much. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Yo, there Pete you Ward, go. screw you very much, because look what you did. Okay, now you thought. But in all seriousness, but in all seriousness, yeah. hit us up on Facebook. I'm Jason West. Hit Dave Brown up. We do have Blu-rays still for sale, and mm -hmm. his name is Jason. Um if you get them from me, it comes with a free poster. I'm not sure what Dave has to offer with those uh, Blu-rays. Nah, that's yeah. I, I, it's just the Blu-ray from me, so you'll you'll get a better deal from Wes. <laughs> <laughs> that's like now you just getting the Blu-ray. That's it. No, <laughs> no, but guys, it, it was great uh, talking to you again, and um, I'm excited for this. And please, whatever you do, do not put this guy right here in the middle of the fan. You can't have him. You can't because if you do it, okay, I didn't have enough extra stakes to put and attached to Brian to put in the mm. fucking ground, excuse the language, to keep him on the ground, okay? We had to use him for the tents. But yeah, The only good thing is we'll be filming in Indiana, so he won't be able to get out there. So oh, he'll make I'll, it. He'll make I'll, it if I'll he's start, in there. I'll start saving up for airfare. Oh, my <laughs> God. Jesus. No, you just need airfare. You're just flying over there with your head. Anyway, guys, <laughs> thank you so much. His name is Jason. If you haven't seen it, if you're living somewhere under a rock in Siberia, check it out. His name was Jason on YouTube. It's free. Free is me. And please leave a review. All reviews uh, we love to see. Positive or negative. Hey, constructive criticism doesn't matter. But I'll tell you right now, these guys right here, hell of a job. Uh, you knocked it out of the park with the budget you had. And I can't wait to see what's in store for the future. Pamela. Oh, yeah, baby. It's coming. All right. Thank you, Horrorheads, for tuning in once again. Brian. It's been nice. I know four to six weeks, buddy. You're on a hiatus. Uh, you're moving right up to here, right up here near us. You're 15 flying. minutes away from you. <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes, and you're going to be flying over to the house soon. Yes. Yep. Uh, I don't have enough butter here to preach your head through the damn door, <laughs> but it's okay. We'll go, we'll go to the supermarket. I got some break stones on sale, I think. Uh, anyway, guys, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. And it was, as always, thank you, thank you for celebrating Thanks, horror, not only in October, but three 65. We're going to see you next week.